Hey there, SLP. You are listening to this podcast, so I know that you love to listen to podcasts. And if that is the case, then I know that you are going to love my secret private podcast, Secondary Secrets for SLPs. It's six short episodes that will have you walking away feeling refreshed and inspired and ready to take on those challenging secondary speech students. So if you work with grades four through 12 and are in a planning rut or wanting some fresh new ideas to keep your students motivated, make sure you head to speechtimefun.com slash secondary secrets. You are not going to find this podcast in your iTunes podcast search browser. You can only get access by going to that link. So head to it now. It is six short episodes that you can listen to it in under an hour, like totally Netflix binge-worthy. I made this just for you, and I know you are going to love it. SLPs have been telling me already that it has changed their way for working with their older speech students. So head on over, again, to speechtimefund.com slash secondarysecrets, or use the link in the show notes, and I can't wait to hear what you think. Now let's head on to this week's episode of SLP Coffee Talk. You are listening to SLP Coffee Talk. I am your host, Hallie Sherman, and I am a licensed speech-language pathologist who is in the trenches working full-time in a public school in New York. I am the author of the blog and Teachers Pay Teachers store, Speech Time Fun, where I love helping other SLPs conquer the overwhelm and get back hours spent on prepping activities. I am here to help you be the best SLP you can be and have fun while doing it. Just like your morning cup of coffee, this podcast is just what you need to start the day or week. Let's jump into today's Coffee Talk. Hey, hey, and welcome to another episode of SLP Coffee Talk. Today, I have Lauren Donahoe, and she is here to talk all about bargains and discounts and ways to keep speech fun and exciting without spending a ton. So welcome to the show, Lauren. Thank you so much for having me, Hallie. I am beyond excited to be here and to talk with everyone. So tell everyone a little bit about you, your SLP journey. Sure. So I have been a school-based speech-language pathologist since 2013. I have also had experience in private practice. My work has focused on helping children ages 2 to 18. So definitely in the schools, I have pre-K experience, elementary school, middle school, and high school. I recently got my Master of Science degree in Educational Leadership, so I am super excited about that. (laughs) And it's great to be able to use my love of speech-language pathology mixed in with my love for education. It's been a great experience. And my goal as a speech-language pathologist is to make therapy and assessment engaging, fun for my students and their families, and to be as collaborative as I can with teachers and other staff members. That's awesome. If I asked your students what would be one word to describe your therapy room, what would they say? I would say colorful. I definitely try to have a bunch of colors around if that's available, nice and bright, cheery, fun, especially in these times. You know, anything that can brighten their day. I put up their work. So there's a lot of artwork or writing samples. I want my students to know that they are very much represented in my room. That's awesome. I love it. Oh, colorful. Name one color that I would spot right away. Pink. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> that is awesome. And for those of you that don't know, not everyone, the Facebook group that you are the founder and host of. Yes. So I proudly founded and am the moderator for the <laughs> Facebook group SLPs who love Target and Bargains, which stemmed from my long-standing love for the Target dollar spot, which then of course trickled over into Dollar Tree and oh goodness, Home Goods and just any sort of bargain store I can get my hands on. Walmart. I mean, I love that I can bring therapy materials that are engaging, fun, and that don't break the bank. That's definitely my goal when I go shopping. And I also love looking on Teachers Pay Teachers, especially Speech Time Funds store. <laughs> and I love Boom Learning. And I just, you know, anything I can get for a bargain, I am there. That's awesome. What is your favorite all-time find at Target? Oh, goodness. That is a great question. I would have to say the mini erasers. How do you use them? Great. So I love to use them for speech and language. So I created the articulation boxes. I use that rainbow photo box set from Michaels. And I've sorted all of my erasers by sound. And I keep, you know, a list of target sounds right in the box. That way it's ready to go. I pull it out. And whatever level of the articulation hierarchy we're on is where I target that day. And I have it ready to go. I love using the mini erasers. I put them on different in different spots in my room so the kids can create sentences. It's also great for working on spatial concepts and WH questions. And I also love to use them for language in terms of describing, increasing MLU, even inferencing. You know, if I have a little mystery box and I describe it and then they have to take a guess at what it is. I love using them for that too. I love that for a dollar. You just named like 10 different lessons. Like how <laughs> awesome is that guys? Like, yes, like that was a dollar. <laughs> I mean, yes, all the different erasers add up, but each one was only, that is so cool. And that students are so motivated by all the different fun little items to yeah. getting out of the, out of their seats to go find them. Mm -hmm. So, so cool. Yes. If you had to pick one, you're only allowed one stop to target or dollar spot. Where would you go? I mean, uh, Target or our, our Dollar Tree. Dollars, yeah. I would go to Target, and that is because I can check out the dollar spot. I can also check out the game section, the party favor section, <laughs> the decor section to brighten up my room, and also get a snack or a coffee on the way out of the door. <laughs> Even better. I know. It's so tempting. The Target right by me, they have, like, the, the Starbucks is, like, right by the dollar spot. So it's like, how do you not? Like, it's like, fine, I'll get a frappuccino and, and browse. <laughs> right. I'd buy 30 million things that, you know, I'll think of an idea for later. That's the thing too, you know, with all of these stores, even, you know, even if it's a store like Dollar Tree, you go, it might be there one day and then gone the next day. So I definitely tell everyone in my group and any one that I know that works with young children, if you see an item and you think it's great, but you're not quite sure how to use it, Take it and you can go home and take some time to let it mull over in your head. And if you don't have an idea for it in a week or two, return it. But if you leave it there, it's going to be gone like that. So mm -hmm. that's my biggest piece of advice. 
I know. I get so frustrated when I see people in your group posting pictures and then I go like a week later and they're like, it's not there. That's so not fair. Or it's like, or it was like never at my target. It's like, why not my target? Right. It's the worst. And they do have target dollar spot online now, which is really, really nice. I was able to get some mini eraser sets online and some of their felt sets. Also, speaking of felt sets, I will probably get to this in a second, but I am obsessed with green screen in therapy now, especially for teletherapy. And at the Dollar Tree, you can get a green tablecloth for $1, put it up behind you, bam, you have a green screen. And you can pair it with all of your little Target dollar spot items, felt food, mini erasers, whatever. And there you go, green screen for a dollar. You can't beat it. OMG, my mind is completely blown, guys. And now, can you give an example of how you use green screen in your therapy? Sure. So I actually did a couple of really fun activities, which, you know, let's be real, hard to engage children, children with attention issues. And I'm like, okay, how do I get these kids moving and grooving with me and targeting their goals at the same time and making it fun? What do I do? So one thing that I did, I had a little one recently who loves sharks. So what did I do? I found a quick shark open mouth image online plugged it into my green screen, takes two seconds. If you're using, I use Zoom. There might be other programs that use green screen. I found the most success with Zoom. You plug it in, you make that your background in Zoom. And we played Feed the Shark with my Target Dollar Spot Felt Foods. We actually fed him breakfast because it was my first session of the day and he loved it. And so fun. Yes. And then another student and I, he was working on pronouns. I just pulled up a very simple background, he, she, they because he has trouble with subjective pronouns. And I literally just took turns feeding the different children in the background, the different sections, different foods. He is eating a cookie. She is eating a cookie. They are eating cookies. And it was awesome. And it really helps keep him engaged. So again, so simple. Just pull up any image you find online. There you go. That is so, so cool. The sky really is the limit. And just you being able to utilize their interests and you found images for free mm-hmm. with a dollar green screen in the background yes. and dollar food. Like, that's so, so cool. Do you have any like storage tips for people that are like hoarding dollars <laughs> bought items? <laughs> okay, so this is SLP. This is like real talk SLP, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. So I have to admit that my mother will tell everyone that my upstairs in my home looks like a mini Target dollar spot in (laughs) one of my rooms because I have bins of things because, I mean, if you know me, I can't let cute items, I can't leave them there. I can't do it. It it hurts my heart. So, (laughs) so what, and then, you know, then I leave and it's like FOMO. I'm like, oh, I went, I left it there. I went home and then I, biggest regret, then I end up going back in like a day or two or begging a friend to go and check their dollar spot for me. But what I do for organization, and I'm going to be honest, I haven't completely perfected it. I think it's really important to have a materials location log. And I actually put this in my Facebook group. I had put just an example of a template and you just kind of list where things are. Or you can even put just like these big labels on your bins. So if you have a community helpers bin, you have an ocean bin. If you have, you want to keep all your felt or wooden foods in a bin, you have those in a bin. My mini erasers, again, are in the Michael's rainbow boxes. So that's been really helpful. But I think it's definitely good to try. I try to organize by theme, by season as well. 
all of my Christmas things are in a red and green, actually, no, two red and green bins. <laughs> so, you know, I try to keep everything together. That way, when I want to pull materials, I also work for different schools. Right now, I'm in one building because of COVID-19, but I service children in two schools. But in a typical year, I would be traveling from one building to the next day to day. So it's just easy that all of my materials are in one spot by theme. So I can just pull out five items, let's say, and I have my therapy planned for a couple of days. I love it. And don't worry, guys, we're going to have links to the Facebook group and even the, the Target dollar spot online in the uh, show notes. So not to worry, because I know you guys are going to all want to be checking that out. I want to play a game with you. I'm going to oh. name some random like dollar store, dollar spot kind of items. And name off the top of your head a fun a, a speech activity that you would do with it. Okay. All right. Let's, let's see. Let's see if I could stump her. Okay. <laughs> what would you do with a paper plate? Okay. Well, you could turn a paper plate into a snowman, into Santa. You could also turn it into a snake. Oh, my goodness. So fun. What would you do with a picture frame? So, oh, I love picture frames because you can turn them into dry erase boards, (gasps) Mm -hmm. graphic organizers, your own to-do list as an SLP for the week. If you didn't want to use it as dry erase, you could even put post-its on it. I think the dry erase, though, is really cool. So fun. So fun. What would you do with a shovel? So a shovel, you can definitely work on action words. If it's a little shovel, you could totally use it in a sensory bin which you can get all cute little pom-poms and manipulatives from the Dollar Tree and from Target. You could totally use a shovel with a sensory bin. Oh my goodness, guys. This is real talk here. What would you do with socks? Okay, well, uh, socks, you could turn into hand puppets. (laughs) (laughs) If you have just a plain white sock, you can maybe turn it into a snowman. Or if you had a black sock, you'd make it into a cat if you attach little ears and you have a puppet. And I've seen someone use socks as dry erase erasers, like old oh, socks. Oh, I love that. Great mm-hmm. idea. Mm-hmm. Writing that down. What would you do with, oh my goodness, those tap light thingies? Oh, yes. So I have seen them all over. So my first initial thought for them was a testing light on and off. I also thought you could use them, especially now, if you are in your room and you're on your computer or iPad in a teletherapy session. Other people, students, staff might not know that you're in a session, so you could have a little sign on top that says remote learning on, and you could have your tap light. You could use it for voice levels. You could use it for, you want to use a light for independent work. When the light is on, that means you're working. When the light is off, that means you stop, something like that. Love it. And last one, what would you do with a coloring book? Oh my goodness, how long do we have? (laughs) (laughs) So I love, actually, it's funny that you mentioned coloring books because today, you know, I had a little one, you know, hard to stay in in a seat. And I said, okay, so we're going to color. And he was just so engaged with coloring. But I love it because it keeps their hands busy. First and foremost, they can pick their colors. So I love coloring books because they can request crayon colors. You can work on expressive language, MLU. You can work on describing the pictures, WH questions. You can even work on taking turns if you want to, you know, obviously within the restrictions of COVID-19, we wouldn't be able to. But in a typical year, you could have students take turn and color a page together. And that's so nice for collaboration and group work. And I've also used it for turn taking, like uh, one coloring page, one crayon. They have to you know, give the crayon back and forth to, oh, to teach the, the back and forth turn taking-ness. I even have used like coloring pages like 
I've thrown like numbers on it, like to make a color by number kind of thing, or like that's how many articulation sounds. There's so many possibilities. And I, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm hoping everyone listening is like picturing like the target dollar spot or the dollar tree in their head and like walking up and down the aisles. Like <laughs> if you're driving, hopefully your eyes are still open, but, <laughs> but there's so many possibilities. All you have to do is think a little bit outside the box. And I love these ideas because I wish I knew this as a new therapist. I spent yes. so much money on, I don't want to say a company name, but I it rhymes with, it rhymes with Uber. Um, and, <laughs> and that stuff is big and bulky and you use it once or twice and it's very expensive. Mm-hmm. Where if I knew to just go to the dollar store and get some socks and tap lights, right. it takes up less space, less money. I mean, so many more possibilities. And the other thing too, Hallie, with inexpensive materials, if something happens to it, if a child's having a rough day and they break something, okay, it only costs you a dollar or two versus these more expensive items. You know, you're out a pretty penny if they break it or rip it or what have you. That's so true. So for the new clinicians listening or, or maybe grad students who are like, you know, what should I be investing in first? What would you say to them? Like, what should they look for to like get started? What do you think? Well, first I would say take care of yourselves. I know grad school is <laughs> so difficult and <laughs> new clinicians, I mean, kudos to you because I'm an experienced clinician and there are days where I really struggle with, you know, this new world of therapy. But what I would say to them in terms of going to Dollar Tree and the Dollar Spot, on your first trip, don't feel like you have to get everything, you know? But I think, again, if if there is an item that you think is really cute, might be really engaging, and you're not sure, take it home because you can always return it. I think it's definitely good to think about versatility in items. Like if you have mini erasers, you can use them for speech and language. They're not heavy. You can easily travel with them you want to create a sensory bin, you can just buy pom-poms and feathers and what have you and just throw in, you know, some cards that you print from online. Again, like you were saying before, try not to buy big, heavy materials because they're hard to store in our <clears throat> closets. Oh, office. Um, <laughs> it's so true. You know, and they're hard to travel with. So, you know, definitely try to pick materials. And again, like get children moving, you know, make scavenger hunts or sensory bins. They're really going to love that. And it adds this interactive component to your therapy versus just, you know, back and forth speaking with each other across the table. So, so true. And I know early on in my career, I switched jobs so many times that the big, heavy, bulky stuff was a pain to keep moving and finding new places for and then took over my trunk of my car. And yeah, yes. So other than stores, do you have any favorite websites or things to find free or very cheap materials? Yes. So again, totally check out Teachers Pay Teachers. Definitely check out Boom Learning. I love Boom Cards. There's a way where you can send a fast pin to a student if you wanted to have the free Boom subscription. It's very easy. I'm sure you could just Google it. I'll also make sure that there's a link to show you how to send a fast pin to a student. That way, if they want to work on the deck on their own or you'd like to send it for a carryover assignment, you can. I also love different programs like Google Jamboard, especially for my older students. So I work with middle schoolers currently, and they love Google Jamboard. It's, it's kind of like a sticky note whiteboard type program, and it's free. And it's nice because the students can all interact on the same document. 
You can add pictures from Google. You can add graphic organizers in the background. Great for planning and organizing. I also love websites like readworks.org, News ELA. And again, these are all free. And it's right there. You pull it right up on your screen. You share it. Or if you're in person, quickly print it and you're ready to go. So true. I love all those too. There's so many possibilities that I feel like I never get bored. And if I don't get bored, my students won't get bored. So, so, so true. I love it. Love all these ideas. Any other tips or advice you would give to someone who's feeling a little nervous about building their materials collection? Like, you know, I'm not making money yet, or where should I start? I don't get a budget from work. What, What would you say to someone who's feeling a little unsure and anxious about that? Right. So I would definitely, you know, just kind of focus on a couple of different things you want to use. You know, if you want to create a few sensory bins, if you'd like to create some mini eraser bundles. I also think, again, like using resources online. Like, listen, I have been there where I have not had a colored printer, where I have not had paper. You have to make the best out of what you have. And even just using online, again, using those boom cards or using things from Teachers Pay Teachers that are free or inexpensive using programs like Jamboard. I mean, you can definitely have a therapy session with that. Again, and like you said before, Hallie, a coloring book and crayons, you know, there you go. So, so true. And you can even find free coloring pages online. Just Google them. (laughs) So, so true. Thank you so much, Lauren. I love talking discounts. And, you know, don't be afraid also even guys to ask family members if they are giving things away. There's also like buy, sell, swap Facebook groups. Look when the weather gets warmer and I don't know if people are going to start having garage sales. I don't know if that's going to be a thing with COVID times, but (laughs) anyway, to find some, I know people have had a lot of success like Goodwills and things like that. There's always ways to find resources. I always tell speech pathologists also to find retiring teachers. They are always looking to give away stuff and get rid of things. So any way you can build your materials collection so that you have a variety of things that you don't get bored and you have always ideas to pull from. So thank you so much, Lauren. Where can people learn more about you and what you are up to? Yes. So please, if you have not done so already, I would love for you to join my Facebook group, SLPs Who Love Target and Bargains. We will be so lucky to have you join us. And again, you know, oftentimes I just post what I get from Target or what I get from the Dollar Tree and just I post ideas. I also on the page, which is great, I have a thing called hashtag share it Sunday SLP. Every Sunday I post and my amazing group members, Hallie included, (laughs) have posted their therapy ideas for the week. So if you kind of feel like you have the Sunday blues, what am I going to do in therapy? Just go on my page, search hashtag share it Sunday on a Sunday. You could even search it using the search bar on top and you can find just a ton of ideas for the week. And again, you know, very inexpensive. And I'm also super excited to share that I will be launching a Teachers Pay Teachers store and Boom Learning accounts of my own in 2021. My name is Speech for the Stars. So I hope that once I start getting things going and course, giving all of you freebies that you follow me and continue on this crazy at times, but wouldn't trade it for the world SLP journey. So excited. I can't wait to see what you put out there because I know it's going to be amazing and super, super fun. And as always, I like to end my episodes with a joke and Lauren has one for us. (laughs) Okay. So I have to thank one of my 
third graders from last year for this awesome joke that just brightened our day. He said, here's my joke. What did the bumblebee say to the sushi? What? Oh, no. Did I, I, think you, I switched you it did. the wrong way. Sorry, everybody. It's been a long day. Scratch <laughs> <laughs> that. Rewind. Scratch that. <laughs> Can we clip it? <laughs> okay. What did the sushi say to the bumblebee? What? What's up, B? <laughs> I love it. But um, Ching, see, a joke is free and you, you can work on so much language and social interaction. It builds that rapport each and every day. My students love coming in each week and knowing what joke I'm going to bring. So you guys can use this joke this week with your students. <laughs> so thank you for tuning in to another episode of SLP Coffee Talk. Lauren, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Hallie. This was awesome. I loved every second of it. <laughs> Take care, everyone. Until next week, stay out of trouble. <laughs> Are you looking for quick therapy ideas that will help your students and keep them motivated and engaged? Don't forget to check out my Teachers Pay Teacher store at shopspeechtimefun.com. I have everything you need for older speech students, mixed groups, and more. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of SLP Coffee Talk. You can find all of the links and information mentioned in this episode at www.speechtimefun.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the show so you don't miss any future episodes. While you are there, it would mean the world to me if you would take a few seconds and leave me an honest review. See you next week with another episode full of fun and inspiration from one SLP to another. Have fun, guys.